0: Chills with my guests. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. We have two guests for you this week. I'm so excited. They're two of my favorite comedians in the scene. We have Peggy O'Leary, and a return guest, Bikini Body. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hi. (laughs) Chilling. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. We were at Peggy's show, one of her many shows, and we were all talking about paranormal experiences, and I was like, oh, let's stop drunkenly talking about it right now and start drunkenly talking (laughs) it on the podcast. So that's what brought us here today. Um, (laughs) And Peggy, since this is your first time on the show, we always ask our guests the same question, which is... Where do you stand on the paranormal? Are you more of like a true believer? Or are you kind of a skeptic? Uh, I would
1: say
2: I, uh, I'm like on a scale, leaning way closer to believing. Sure. But i um, well, you know what? It's like I believe it when it's like happening to me. When I hear other people talk about, I'm like that. I'm a hypocrite. I'm like that going not happen. <laughs> but like with me, I'm like no, no, no. I I felt her presence. <laughs> um. So, but like yeah, I mean.
0: I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's funny. There's, uh, on this show, there's more people that are, like, either in the middle or skeptical, I found, than, like, full. I'm, like, all in. I'm, like, I believe every single thing every person says, so. (laughs) i don't know it's just more fun for me so well that's i
2: used to say that all the time about people would be like why do you believe in god i'm like it's like why i believed in santa claus till i was too old it's more fun (laughs) why shouldn't there be a god the probability of having a god is very (laughs) like whatever i'm not a scientist but it's more fun to be like yeah Right. There's like a jolly Fair. man or woman up there, just being like, "Peggy, stop masturbating for that weird stuff." Right?
1: <laughs> we weren't supposed to get to that chapter yet, Peg. You're moving <laughs> back yeah. in
0: your book of life. I'm Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Okay, then you're just like, sorry, sorry, God. I'm, I'm sorry, right. God. Yeah yeah i i do remember like growing up and just being like oh that was my bad god or like it was the thing where like you'd accidentally think something like maybe god isn't real and then you're like oh shit, god i'm sorry know right. you heard everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally i love that but it's the yeah. same exact thing for sure um Indeed. and you said that you have your own paranormal story though do you want to get into it
2: so i have like a couple i mean it's mostly with a medium
0: um, oh, cool. I've been to okay. a
2: medium a couple times but so my mom unfortunately just passed away on the 13th of February. Yeah. And it was pretty sudden like she had an aneurysm on the 4th of February she died the 13th.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So she was buried on a Friday and um the next day. So let me back this up my brother's girlfriend's cousin is mm-hmm. a non-practicing medium. So she the first time she met my brother, she was like, oh, my God, there's so much energy. And this was because I have two nieces that passed away. So right away when he walked into the house, she went upstairs and like Danielle and her were trying to get him to come upstairs. and was like, Tommy, come check out the bedroom. And he was kind of like, I've seen a house before. I don't <laughs> need to, to see. But Jess was like, no, no, no. Like I have this like presence. These two little girls keep coming to me and they like want to give you a message. So we knew this, my mom knew this, like the first time Tommy told us a story, I think we were all down the shore, like sitting around my mom's kitchen table. So my mom knew this. Um, So I prefaced that with, because Jess was like, I've never had a spirit come to me this early from being like, like basically she was like, she's powerful. So Um. on Saturday she thought it was her, it was her, grandmother at first because she was, he she's sort of like her spirit person that comes to her and she was like all of a sudden I just had this very like motherly feeling like there was like a a presence and at first I thought it was like me and Danielle's grandma and then slowly I realized when the two little girls came in and they were the girls that I'd seen before that's when she knew it was probably my mom's well you know Danielle's like it's probably Carol so so Tommy Texas us on Saturday. He was like, "Do we all want to get together and like she'll she'll do a reading?" So that was so. The Sunday after she was buried, we all met at my sister Colleen's house, and she she's very funny. She like, "I need to drink a little wine." Um, and, uh, <laughs> That's how I. And so we were all like, "Okay." I was like, "I'll pour a glass, it's fine. Yeah, let's yeah. do it." Right? <laughs> it was twelve o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, "Yeah, okay. You're drinking red wine. Awesome wine." So yeah, she like did a whole reading with all of us, and it. Was so specific. Now, of course, I have I have five siblings, so like a lot of them are. But spe- like my nieces that passed away, mm. died in a public. Like one of them died in a, a drown in a pool. So mm. like my sister whose kids it is, are like that was in the newspaper. <laughs> like mm. she could oh, figure that out. But it, my whole thing it. with Jess is she's not doing it for any other reason, but that she was like, oh no, this, these, and that's what happened. Basically Joni, when she met Tommy was just like, no, 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 no. You have to talk to my uncle. You have to talk Mm -hmm. to my uncle. And she's like, Mm -hmm. when the spirits are like that, that like, I can't not tell the person. And she's actually like, says she, you know, she'll be somewhere. And all of a sudden she'll go up to someone and just be like, um, Joe says, it's okay.
0: Like, she's oh, like, I God. just, that I mean, me just chills. crazy. Yeah. So brutal. Yeah. To have that I know. Hour, like... And
2: like, and she, but it's brutal mm. for her too, because she's like, um, yeah. that's why she stopped doing it mm. a lot because she's like, I would get, well, we were calling it spirit attack. And I was like, I get spirit attacked all the time. Like <laughs> with my
1: wine. <laughs> uh, so she's. Yeah. She,
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so. I mean, that was pretty mind blowing because there was, so my one sister, Colleen, who doesn't have any tattoos, like, mm. like I'm just giving you an example of how like Jess wouldn't know this. So Colleen was like, my mom had a really beautiful like signature. So she wanted to get love mommy on her arm, oh. like in her mm-hmm. handwriting. And mm-hmm. so like the second thing was, um, does somebody have like back problems. And like two of my sisters, like from pregnancy is like, I mean, kind of, but not ah. really. Right. And my sister, Carl was like, oh, well, yeah, like two years ago, I threw my back out. And she's like, yeah, she said, um, don't get the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all like, and then Megan's, and then what? my sister Beth, who has a bunch of tattoos, and I, I also have a bunch of tattoos, and I have a bad back. So I'm like, well, could it be me? And like, we were all like, yeah, "No, nah, it's Colleen. Like, no. <laughs> our mom knows if I'm going to get a tattoo, I'm going to get it. But like, Carl <laughs> has never gotten one before. So like, she's she basically... Wow. And then for me which was weird is that she not weird but she was like is anybody going on a trip out west like she's like is anyone going like is moving or like going on a trip like I feel like going out west. So like mm-hmm. everyone kind of got quiet and I was like well I was supposed to move to LA right before COVID and uh that stopped because of COVID and I worked at a funeral home so we Had a lot of work. Um so she was like, I was like, I we were thinking, I was thinking of going to Texas, like Austin or LA. And she's like, it's not Texas. She's like, she you should go, you should take a chance and go to LA. And I was, and chance is my boyfriend's name. And she was like, (laughs) and, and she kept saying, but no, I didn't even tell Jess that. Chance's name is Chance, but mm-hmm. so Danielle, her cousin, was there. My brother's girlfriend. She was writing down all the notes so we would all have them. So literally mm-hmm. on my on my fridge, underneath my mom's like prayer card, it's the notepad that says Peggy, take a chance and go at, go to LA. But of course, mm-hmm. right away she was like, "But you're coming back. You're not moving there. You're not living there forever. Mm-hmm. You go, but then you come back to us, which is wow. So again, oh this." Like this, you know, the person who's like, she could also just know I'm a comedian or whatever, but also Mm -hmm. just like, Mm -hmm. there was just certain things that she said that, I don't know, just made me feel like she was there, Mm -hmm. and and it is so my mom to be like the most my mom and we kept I kept joking like of course she literally had a brain aneurysm in a theater while she was sewing costumes for my nephew so i'm wow. like this bitch the most dramatic way to fucking go out <laughs> just like your head explodes at a feeder. carol really really <laughs> oh, God. and then like literally when we like kept her comfortable or like when they told us there's basically no hope for her to not be a vegetable
0: um mm-hmm.
2: it took three days the doctors were like maybe four days at top i mean four hours mm. tops and she wow. lasted the whole weekend we were joking because it was it was Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl that Sunday. We're like, she's gonna die at fucking six thirty. She's gonna From die right. Yeah, she hates football.
1: So you can't. So I <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a retention. Check this out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> but
2: yeah. Wow. So we I also can... have. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go, go. Go. Go.
0: Oh, I just have a quick question. Like, because I always wonder with mediums, especially mediums for like death for people who've passed, because I've had some people in my life pass that I've always, like, you know, I, I, it would be so cool to get a message. Like, did you feel, like, does it kind of put you at ease at all? Like, did it make you feel a little bit, like, did it help? Yeah, and that's
2: why, again, like what I was saying about, like, the God thing, like, could that be all fake? Could Jess just be, yeah. like, a weirdly nice person that wants to do this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she- I mean, that's a crazy person. I don't think she is. She seems like a genuinely nice person, but... <laughs> Yeah, it does feel like, um, oh, and that was the first thing she said, was that she felt fine and that she can't believe how beautiful Mary is, which my family is super Catholic. Like, mm-hmm. my mom, oh, if you couldn't fall asleep, oh, wow. like you wouldn't count sheep. My mom would tell you to just keep praying the Hail, like the Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally to go to sleep still to this day, I will just repeatedly say that Hail Mary over and over again. So, like, that kind of stuff was, like, she's at wow. peace. And she also said, I'll never have to re- relive those days again, which were the days she was talking about, like, the days the girls died, that her grandchildren died. Because oh, wow. one died when she was three and a half, and then the other one died at daycare when she was six mo- five months.
1: Oh, wow. And same sister.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, wow. I, it does. It does make me feel, like, even right
0: now, it makes me feel like, That's beautiful, dude. That's making, it's making me emotional, honestly. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's, it's profound. Like the comfort you can get from something like that. And just like you said, no matter what, it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be. I mean, I believe, like I said, I believe everything. So I believe this is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But even still, that is, there's so much comfort in that, that, that it's what, what she had hoped for, you know, at least to me, that's what would come for me.
2: Well yeah and also she like loved I mean again she's very she was very I mean I'm her daughter so of course she's very dramatic and like very fun <laughs> um and loved mediums so like I've gone to mediums a couple other times and the first time I got a reading I like didn't I was like I don't know like maybe like the only thing that made sense to me is he was like um So this side is your dad's side and there's so many people and they're smoking and they're drinking. And I was like, that's my dad. That's my grandparents. They Like literally I grew up with just like Betty fucking O'Leary just smoking in your face. And then this side was my mom's side and it was quiet. And there was just one guy there who was my step grandfather who was the only grandfather I knew. So, So he does this whole reading obviously. And he kept saying, and I wasn't supposed to be at that reading um in Long Island, a friend of mine's dad passed away and her mm-hmm. friend gave her two readings. So they were both gonna go. And the day before she couldn't get out of work. And so Christina was like, Peggy, just go in my place. So when I got there, they were like Christina and I was like, oh no, actually I'm oh I'm filling in. So like there's no way that he they could have looked you up. Yeah. Looked me up. Yeah. So and again I didn't understand it, but he records it and he's like, he's like, have somebody who like He's like, you obviously have a big family. It looks like there's a mm-hmm. lot of messages coming through because of, and then I said, I grew up in a funeral home and he's like, oh yeah, there's a couple people here who've been with you all the time since you are little.
0: Wow. Um
2: And I was named after my Aunt Peggy. So I thought he was talking mm-hmm. about, it. he's like, oh, there's a peg here. And I was like, oh, that's probably my Aunt Peggy. And she's like, she's young, she's loud, she's vibrant, and I'm like, my aunt Peggy died in her eighties and she was mm-hmm. beautiful, but she was like very, like, she was like our nanny. She wasn't like right. crazy. So right. I, the whole time I'm like, I don't know if that would be her, but it could be. And he's like, she died of breast cancer. I can feel the pain here. And I'm like, oh, I think she died of old age. Like, I'm like, I don't know. She only died like a couple of years ago. Gosh. So my mom listened to that medium and, and little by, little, at one point she goes, he goes, whoever she is, this Peggy, is your spirit guide. She probably died before you were born or around the time you were born. And she just keeps saying, Tell your mom how you do it. So when he said that, my mom started crying and was like, That's not your Aunt Peggy. That's your dad's best friend, his cousin Peggy Hoffman, who was a waitress who was very crazy and vibrant, and they were best friends. And my dad would sit at the bar when she barked in the waitress, and my and she had kids of her own and had a husband and was like, your wife wants you to go home, Tommy. So every time he would come home, she would know if everything was okay, because he would go, Peggy said, how you doing? And that was like their code that like, what? he didn't do anything bad. But I wouldn't have known that if, if I didn't record it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> And literally I that. everybody, everybody always says now like that they see it. Well, my sister Beth is more like Peggy, like louder, but mm. I mean, he, after I told my dad wow. that too, he's like, ah, it makes sense. You have a very, like, Peggy was like a bar of fly. She had a lot of guy friends. She loved football. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like,
1: that makes sense that oh that's my spirit guide.
2: <laughs> 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 but again, if my mom and I didn't listen oh. to it together, she was the one. Right. So I'm like, it, it does make sense to me that she is a powerful spirit because she really believed in all this stuff, you know? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: wow. That's crazy. I know. And it's also crazy, like the uh, other, like you know how, like sometimes I don't. Have you guys ever gone to a meeting?
0: Yes. Yeah, but not one mm-hmm. that like does like your future, not like talking to people. That's in a your past. psychic. Okay, well, well now yes. this is your podcast, Peggy. Hi, I'm the guest. <laughs> <May>. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, hard, you're sorry. right. I I pretty much consider them to be the same thing. But you're right. No, they are, are. They are. But um, no, I always wanted to, but I'm scared. Like. I, like I have a cousin who passed away really suddenly and I, it was, it's one of those things where I wish we could have like one more conversation just like mm-hmm. to know that he's okay and stuff. Right. And um I'm always afraid though because like it's like my aunt, it hurt my aunt and my cousin so much like I don't want to y- you know, go to someone that's like not truthful and like hurt them because I wanted to talk to him one more yeah. time. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean I, I mean a fake one. And then a real, well, the, the fake one, that's the one I went to on my own. And that's the one he was, you know, the boardwalk, Atlantic City. Ah, Come, sure. come, oh, ah, come. I can <laughs> read yeah, for you. Come, come. Okay, can you're telling me stuff like, oh, there's a the guy. But there was a medium that we didn't know, Peg, like you had, who she's not, she's not a medium by trade, but this is something that has been happening to her. So she's been just you know, as it hits her, she just brings the message. So we got a message from her when we were at a show, maybe about a month and a half, two months ago. And she was telling us about a show that we had coming up, our connection. She talked about my mom. She's, my mom had just passed away probably within the week. And she was talking to me about how um she was okay. My mom didn't believe in all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that what I had saw her was her coming to me like, there were so many different things, and this woman we just saw recently, and she was doing the same thing to someone, another couple, and she was telling them, she was like, I don't know what it is, I'm sorry to stop you. She's like, she's a gas station attendant, get, you know, the person you go and pay your money to get your gas. And she's wow. like, sorry, I know you came to get gas and donuts, but listen, I have to with you, and they want me to tell you these messages, and I'm like, I mean, that's kind of like the best job for a medium. You meet so many people. Yeah. I was floored. So I've had those two separate experiences. But I guess now, would tarot be considered like your tarot on your phone? Because some of those are, like some of the ones that I go to YouTube that Mm -hmm. I've been following, you know how you get a message from one. And I mm-hmm. just started tapping into it more. And it's the same person that I stick with that always has messages that are on point with what's going on with me. Wow. What's going on in the point of whatever chaos and we're trying to understand what's going on. Or... Yeah. Those things kind of work too. So I'm like, I, don't, I believe in all of it because if it's, div- if it's divinely meant for you. Yeah, I definitely I love it. tarot cards. Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to read them. Yeah. But
2: you can't yeah. buy tarot cards. You have to be gifted though.
0: Yeah, yeah i got my first so i've been waiting i I was gonna buy them i was like at a point where i was like i'm just gonna like f it whatever yeah. I'll, just, I'll sage them I or something yeah but I, for christmas i got my first um they're all meryl streep which is kind oh, of hilarious wow. yeah I and like um yeah it's an interesting deck so i'm <laughs> i just like i I feel like there's so much to learn with tarot. Like I'm starting, like even just cleansing them for, for other people. Like if I want to do, to do readings for others. So like, Mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like I have to like set time aside and like really commit to this, you know, but I do believe in them. I do think they're really helpful. Like I've, again, I've used them mostly for like talking about like where I am and where I'm trying to go and, uh Alyssa Treskowski, she actually she did two different decks and both of them were basically like be nicer to yourself. <laughs>
1: like wow. both of
0: them said the same exact thing. Like the card like had it written, and both times it was just like like go like take it easy, man. You know. And I'm like Did you okay. take it easy, Mug? Did you listen? I sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I progress. Yeah. As comics, I think you both understand, like. It's it's so easy to to like poo-poo your successes and then focus on your failures. So yeah. that's I at least that's what I interpreted the cars as saying because that's all I mm-hmm. do is like I might have a great set, but then I'm like, yeah, but they didn't like the new joke I'm working on, so it doesn't <laughs> count. Anyway, that's a different conversation altogether. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I believe I believe them. I I don't know. They're really fun. They are and and they I don't know, for different
1: um, different ways to, I think it's called Tarot Horizon or something like that. But it's one of the apps that I downloaded off of the Play Store. And it's getting me to understand the cards. So it's not like I was, at, it's not like I went and bought them myself. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, so little... Right. That's not the same thing. You're doing oh. the Rosetta
2: Stone of tarot cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hell that yeah. Perfect. That counts. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're like a little bit more fluent, someone will buy you tarot cards. Yeah. You already go a little ahead of the game. <laughs> you're like, I'm going yeah. on a
1: vacation to tarot soon, okay? Just- <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's so um, it's like it's so many different things that are That you can't unsee. I I was watching a special the other night and it was about couples. And there was a guy and a girl where the girl, the girlfriend was heavy into the the crystals, heavy into intuition, heavy into meditating, yoga, all this stuff. And he was more of a Baptist (laughs) church going, Uh right? So he's like, oh, this stuff, she's just, I don't know what's going on. I looked at my bed and there's a rock in my bed. And then I go to sleep the next night. And there's another rock in my bed. Like, what is this rock <laughs> in my bed? And she's like, What well, he didn't understand is that was a love crystal. That was the pink quartz. That's to make sure that we have love within our within our home, within our bed, within our union. And he's like, She just hit me with all this stuff. She's like, No, tell me, tell them the story when it worked. He was like, What? what? She was like, Well, we got the dog. So what she didn't what she didn't tell him is she was putting she put a dog intention <laughs> prayer stone in their bathroom. <laughs> And he didn't know it. And after about a month or so, he changed because he didn't like dogs. He did, He was attacked by a dog as a little kid. He didn't want a dog. He got scared. He was still scared. This man was in his 40s. Wow. So he he said, all of a sudden, now she's saying about this dog. And then all of a sudden, he changes his attitude about this dog. He said, I didn't realize it until I'm at work. And it's take your pet to work day. And I got this dog in my office. And I've got pet toys under my desk. And I'm sitting here like, wait, I don't like dogs. What? Where did all this happen? And she's like, <laughs> By the way, I put this this, this dog prayer rock and crystal in the rock And we were, he's like, she's like, so you, you see where you can't unsee it. If it yeah. happens and it's nothing else, and it's nothing else from your hand and it's affirming or confirming, you can't unsee it. You, you gotta yeah. believe unless you want to walk around like, you know what, it's from witchcraft. But at the same time, you're still admitting something's happening. So right? <laughs>
0: Hello. I love the thought of manifesting and the fact that she manifested dogs to him even though he's terrified of oh,
2: them. That and is that's pretty great. So amazing.
1: Great? I'm like, "Wow, she's powerful. <laughs> it's hard I to tell. I can manifest my son to clean his room and then move out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to need a pretty big rock for these. Right? <laughs> <emotions>.
0: <laughs> When the sports world was introduced to two new team names within a week, comedian Dave Primiano told his friend and fellow comedian Dan Goetz, we should do a limited series podcast where we rank all the team names in sports. And they did just that. And after they were done, they decided, hey, let's just keep ranking stuff. Thus was born the Rank Bank, where each week they are joined by a panel of experts, a.k.a. fellow comedians, to rank all things ranging from the unimportant to the really unimportant. New episodes drop on Mondays and sometimes Tuesday if it's a two-parter. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore rank underscore bank. Yeah, I've been, I live in South Philly and the thing I manifest most is like, I'm always like, there's going to be a parking spot when I get home. There's going to be, and it works probably 30% 30% of the time, wow. but it makes me feel better. <laughs> so not a bad. Right. You know. Wait, this I was
2: gonna say this to you guys. So my whole life, like my family's very superstitious, and like, you know, we have like these little like like Ryan Foster calls me a gypsy. Chance is always like, Okay, <laughs> we get it. Your little riddles that you say that's not what found the keys. I'm like, Yeah, St. Anthony found the keys. Right. Okay. <laughs> so my whole life. Like I always wished on um, like eleven eleven or and I used mm. to do it to like everything, three through three, 2, 2, 2, whatever. And my whole life it's always been I wanna be thin. <laughs> I wanna be thin. <laughs> I've been oh. saying it to my clock, to my radio all the time. So when my mom got sick, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that reminds me of my mom, because we started dieting together at way too of an unhealthy oh. age to like I mean, we <laughs> she got me on a diet <laughs> when I was Same. eight and like I've actually, I like come to terms with it, but like, just because she yes. had her own issues and she didn't want them to happen to me, whatever. So when my mom got, mm-hmm. when like this all first started happening, I started wishing on um, numbers, but I wasn't wishing on like to be thin. I just, it would make yeah. me think of my mom and I'd be like, Hey, what's up mom? So now, and I see it maybe four or five times a day. I always mm-hmm. look at the clock or whatever and I see the same number and I'm just always like, Hey mom, what's up? And, like, it's so stupid, but it is that little stuff that, like, is comforting. Because I'm like, yep. mm-hmm. it's just its yep. own little, yep. I don't know, reminder. Yeah, she's she's yeah. there. And I had right. to get that MRA thing today. It's the same concept of an MRI, but it's an MRA. Because okay, I yeah. okay. And then they put, like, fluid in to, like, see the actual... Wow. Yeah, I mean, I I I didn't see it, but that's what they did. But I was I didn't think I was gonna be scared, and all my siblings were like, "Oh, it's really it really sucks," and it's like loud, and it's like, and it's so weird. And at one point, it felt like my head was shaking. Mm -hmm. And my whole life, I've been like, a man has come to me in my dreams whenever I'm like sick, or if I'm having like a like a like like it happened a lot in college, and it hadn't Mm -hmm. happened in like ten years, and it happened in college like when I was having this like. I didn't know if I should continue pursuing film or should I try to be an actress or do comedy? Okay. And I was like, so I, I think I, this is what I was telling you guys at what's it called. But like, so I always just called him the white man. And the first right. time it ever happened, what happens is he starts shaking and he's talking to me like normal. And then there's like a, like, it's almost like a vibration thing that like the vibration or the like whatever the feeling I'm feeling mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. me that's what scares me not necessarily him just like that right. thing that he does and then it makes me no, think of something yeah. else and yeah. I've like interpreted dream like I've like I've woken up and like whatever the dream I had where he was like I'll look it up and it usually has something to do with something that's going on in my life but mm-hmm. today when I was in the MRA the reason I got so yeah. scared is that sound which I'd never heard before was the sound that you hear in an MRI Like that. And it does feel like there's pressure and there's like a shaking. So then I started, so I started tapping my fingers like, Oh, Margaret, you can't, Mm -hmm. you can't move. (laughs) And so like, but I was so like, so, so scared. So again, another day where Mm -hmm. I just, I just said a hail Mary for five minutes straight. But, um, Mm -hmm. but like I was saying to you, like when I was little, it was, I would call it the white man. I saw the white man. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this really scary white looking not really a man and then when Mm. Harry Potter existed and we saw Voldemort for the first time I was like oh that's the white man and I Mm. said it to someone once I was like yeah it's weird my brain like thought that up before it was ever on TV (laughs) it was a guy I was dating and he was like that's the weirdest thing you've ever said to me you're not on a sleepover (laughs) tonight
1: I thought that happened. Some producer said, I can feel this. Let me come the movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? We'll come
1: to this movie one day and we will be there yet.
2: I'm like, J.K. Rowling <laughs> and I have the same white man visit us in our dreams. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Patty? We laugh, but that could be a little true because guess what? I mean, mine was Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And, mm. and it starts from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We're not happening. And, and then once we do these researches, and find out that we're not the only ones that have had these experiences. These forms or uh, beings have come through for thousands of years in different times and places all over different continents for different reasons. So I'm still interested. Keep going. Yeah.
2: No, no. And I was just thinking like, I'm like, that's so weird that I never had heard that sound before. And I just feel like there was a, I don't know. Like it feels almost like maybe... uh, In another life, I had an MRI or like, or whatever, or I subconsciously have always known what it is. And I remember the first time he ever came to me or whatever in a dream. I had a fever. I was five and I was sleeping in bed with my mom because we were in the Poconos and there was a blizzard. So nobody could get to us. So we were there Mm -hmm. for like two days without anybody. And I got really, really sick and that uh-huh. and I remember waking up and saying it to my mom like there was a guy there was a man there and he was like he was just talking to me really scary and it was just freaking me out and it was making that like pressurey mm-hmm. vibration and I know this isn't a visual podcast so I don't know why I keep doing this with my hands but I'm shaking my, hand. I'm You're shaking my hands. Your
1: hands
0: back and forth <laughs> but that's
1: all I get, like
2: it doesn't even it's not even a sound it feels like a, like a, a different frequency right. a wow. and you know.
1: know when you say that I didn't I didn't think of mine as having. I never. It was so. It's so scary. As you're getting older, you you black out certain things, and so. Oh, I blacked scary. him out until college, and I remembered
2: all the times I'd seen him before. Yeah.
1: Like,
2: Whoa. Yeah, and then when I had it in college, I was like, oh, "Shit, he comes to me like every five years." Yep. This guy. Wow. And it's crazy. That's crazy. And when I was little, I was scared of him, but now he usually comes. I feel like with a message and and he, I'm not scared of him. It's the situation or whatever.
0: right? How does he, how does he relay the message? Like, does he actually say words or is it like a vibe? Like you can just pick up like the one the energy that he's the one in college
2: was this one happens a lot where it's like, I'm in a place that I, know where I am I'm in a dorm but I actually was in a castle and I was I kept trying to run away from him and he like kept trying to come get me wow. and then he'd be like okay do this and I won't come get you and then I wouldn't do it I would do it so it was like it was like a chase sequence throughout and I was I knew I was in my dorm and I knew I was yeah so oh and then in the end, I he was telling me I have cancer or or that or this is the cancer or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you look up dreams, like having cancer or whatever, the, whatever I felt like what in the dream Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. meant, like you are like, there's something in your life that feels like it's a cancer or it's actually is the, like, it's not you yourself having cancer. It's that this Mm -hmm. thing, this traumatic thing that you're doing or the thing that you're doing. That's bad that you perpetuate, keep doing that's the cancer and like, get away from it. And like, Try to be something else or whatever. So that's like the one I vividly remember. I remember the one when I was little with a fever. And then, like, it's almost like he only comes now with like a message. And it's almost just more like, I know he's there, but I don't even see him anymore or something. Does this make me sound crazy? No. Oh, no, you're not even close oh. to
0: the crazy, craziest sounding person on the I podcast. I like, I I believe, like, I'm again, skeptical.
2: I I'm and then I'm like, okay, so there's a man and he follows me. In
0: <laughs> no, it feels, it sounds very real to me. I, my first question is like, has anyone else in your family, I mean, maybe they've experienced and you guys haven't talked about it. Has anyone else had this experience in your family? No, but they're like, you know not of?
2: very imaginable.
0: Like, they're the kind yeah. of people like what I'm like, it's weird, we grew up in a funeral
2: home. They're like, why? I'm like, You can't think of one reason why it's weird, right? No, no reason. No, it's daddy's job. Why? Why is that weird? It's Ooh, not why. weird. And <laughs> hey, what are you scared of, That's dead so people? Pay? I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, a little.
0: So, <laughs> like you're well, seven. Yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel
2: like, or even because I'll say stuff like this, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I have had weird dreams or something," but like, mm-hmm. I'm just such yeah. an overthinker in normal life, let alone if something like this happens, you know? Right.
0: And it sounds like you're more open. Yes. So I do think that, I, I don't know the rules. I don't know what they are, but I do feel like the paranormal world, if you shut it out, if you put like a mental block up to that stuff, it—it it is powerful. You can keep stuff out. Mm-hmm. So it might be the reason this guy's visiting you so much is because you're the only one that's like, all right, dude, I'll listen to right, you right, right. if you have news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think he's like like a spirit guide you said is that what you No,
2: i i when i said spirit guide that was about the my dad's cousin peggy was like they that's how that that, that, guy is that um that medium told me that she's been with me but i no, i yeah i don't know if it's um all i know is i used to be scared of it and and now yeah i'm not as scared If anything else, I'm more scared what the message is going to be. I'm not scared of him, which it might have been. I've been I was scared of him for so long until college when you actually are, you know, able to process what's happening while you're sleeping or whatever. Or maybe I actually was like drunk. So like my brain was like, yo, let this guy in." Whereas when you're little, you're just like,
0: oh my God, stop. That's what my brain does when I'm drunk too. Yeah, Yeah, this guy, he's good. Yeah. (laughs) That has worked on a
2: couple reasons. I've let a lot of white men yeah, into my house for no reason. Yeah, um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I've let a couple men follow me into my house uh, that I probably shouldn't
0: know.
1: right. <laughs> So true. Oh, my God. Well,
0: I think I'm haunted, too, in that case. <laughs> right. I want to well, get my pussy Be haunted.
1: haunted. <laughs> is there a spell to get that off of me? What can I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh my well, the reason we're all three here together is Bikini Body. You said you have something similar. We talked about your shadow man with the hat Yeah, and um, you were really scared of him mm-hmm. sort of the last time we talked, but like you've like sort of had a revelation, right? Yes.
1: So last time that we talked, we went through how he started to come around. Same as you Peg, with the traumatic times. And I grew up in a family that, and my mom didn't smoke, drink, or she cussed her behind off. However, she (laughs) didn't protect herself as she should have because she was not well equipped. She was um, physically and sexually abused, right? And so with that, she had her own issues. And so every time that she would either have an issue with that or um, have an issue with my sister's father, And bringing up those things and something volatile happening or something traumatic. I would have a dream and it never, it never felt every three, four, five years. It felt like clockwork. I'm like, this guy's got a, okay. And then he comes and I'm like, you're in my dream. So he's always at the end of like a saloon pathway. He's standing about Mm -hmm. nine feet tall. He's got a tall hat like Abe Lincoln, but like even taller. And all I see is just the shoulder of his lapel of his long, long trench coat. And that's it. He's just solid black. And when you said the sound from the MRA, it just clicked in my brain. Like there was, I, there's certain things that you block out. Yeah. And there was a feeling. It's not the sound, but it was the feeling. And the only thing that I could equate that to was, remember the movie from Stephen King, um, where the guy, Pinhead.
0: Are you talking about Hellraiser? Yes.
1: Okay. I remember when he would all like the sound that he would make when he would be vibrating something. It's that, it was that, it was that vibration. It was that, whatever that wavelength is, I, that's the feeling that he would give me when I was younger coming up. So recently, um, after going through mom passing and just not accepting and then going through regression and then having to um, come back into remembering the things that I learned and, and, and the things that I'm really kind of losing space of, and the things that I learned from previous. He came back and he into my dream and he showed himself to me. And so this time he's not down a long corridor, saloon corridor. Now it's at a rock quarry, which is a rock quarry, which was reminiscent of where I lived when I was a young girl when I started to see him. So at what I equated as a rock quarry as a little kid was actually the train tracks, but the big giant rocks. <laughs> so right. he's showing me this to remind me of that from my childhood, right? So I'm in a car, I'm riding down this pathway and I'm seeing these rocks and I'm like, I don't, I know I like to see nature and see like the water and all that. We're in this car and the car has to stop because there is a break between where I'm on my side and then the car is on another side, but there's water in the middle, water symbolic. Okay, got it. So then I'm like, all right, well, and I'm no longer in the car with the person that I came with. I'm now in the bottom of like this underpass where there's a bunch of people. I don't know. And, and I would say like a rotunda now that I have more better of words that I can look at as I'm thinking back. Like a rotunda of just people crossing and moving. So I'm standing there not knowing why I'm standing there because I'm like, okay, first I was in a car at a quarry. And now mm-hmm. I'm standing here in this mm-hmm. rotunda and all these people are passing by, but I'm standing there knowing I'm waiting for someone. This person comes up and I think that it's my mate, but it's not. So I have the, I have the, I don't see a face. I have the feeling of this is familiar. This feels like home. I'm just going to go ahead and embrace it. And so as I'm holding it, I'm like, normally this person would bend down or someone, anyone you're with will hug mm. you around this way. So I'm hugging and then I'm like, there's no feeling. So I begin to look up. But as I look up, this is a 12 to 20 foot person that I can't see their face. Now I can see his suit. He's the tall man, he's back, right? Now I can see all the way up. So I'm becoming, okay, this was this familiar feeling that I had. So I'm not scared. Now I can smell this person. It's a familiar smell from my childhood. I can see the color of his suit, which is purple. I can see that he has on a um, pinstripe shirt that has a deep black line that goes all the way up his face. So it was wet for me, my eyes to travel all the way up to not be scared of this person and his height and the color and all those things that I carry. But this time just to let me know as I looked all the way up, I could see his face. And then he has a face that's reminiscent of my dad, which my dad hasn't passed. My dad's still here. But his face was the face I've never seen before. And the face that he's not talking to me or anything, he's just smiling, just looking down like, so I'm just looking up like, I, but, but you're not the person, like, first of all, and then why am I hugging you? Second of all, and then what? <laughs> like, but you feel familiar, but. So I was coming out of the dream very like, okay, I got a lot of questions. So as I'm at work, in between working, I'm like looking at dreams and I'm looking at, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking sure, at stuff yeah. and I'm like, okay, this is who this was. Just to come back and let me know that this was my spirit guide or guardian angel or protectant who was always around when I would go through traumatic things. And that because I've done a lot of shadow work and kind of tackling all of the generational traumas that have happened in my family, having it being from molestation to sexual abuse and alcoholism and drugs and just undoing all those stuff, even the way that you speak to each other and the way that I think I, this is the way I should talk to you. Wait, what? I got that from when I was a kid, but she didn't know. And then, right. you know what I'm saying? So all those different things, I think it was me coming to that realization now and just that affirmation, letting me know, you know what? You can calm down now because what you've been doing is making sure that you're eliminating all of these things that were scaring you at once
0: yeah. that you
1: didn't understand. And that it wasn't that it was to frighten you, but it was actually there to protect you, but you weren't able to understand it until you were ready and then until it was time. Right. So, I mean, I say for you, Peggy, at this time, especially with the MRA and the noise, it's letting you know that comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? For some reason, our moms, and when you said your mom and the whole going through that and the diet thing, me and my mom did the same thing mine yeah. too yeah those yeah. little, those little 100 calorie on oreo so i can't gain weight <laughs> yeah. to save my life and it's because of those wow. different things that we did experiment yeah. as mom and daughter you know yeah let's do it for yeah. years so like i can't get what to save my life and she was on the opposite like i can't lose weight to save my life and we're like we did this to ourselves. how do we get to fast? this is crazy but <laughs> yeah to have that i mean that sound come to you that was like them, him him coming back to you and that's yeah. crazy we just talked about it and then for you to have that experience
0: today
2: i know it is weird wow. so crazy so
0: wild wow that's so amazing like cuz for both of you it seems like you started out afraid but then once you like actually like sort of accepted it that's when it gave you like the peace or like the message that you were looking for which is so incredible i guess everyone should stop being scared of these these things that come to them in their dreams and see what what they're trying to say right right? i agree i I wouldn't i wouldn't stop (laughs) yeah there's nothing to be afraid
2: of the scary thing of the living not the dead. yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) we're scared of this weird tall man he's like i just been trying to talk to you that guy over there literally is Trying to kill you. <laughs>
1: really? yeah. yeah. trying to kill you in the flesh. Okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, so true. But I didn't know tall man existed until I saw him on Ghost Adventures. Right. Well, I was going to say, there's a,
2: there's a TV show, a Netflix show um, that he's in.
1: Mm-hmm. That I, they
2: use the tall man uh, yep. metaphor. It's so yep. crazy.
1: Yep. And then I read like, whoa, so it's not just, and then once you read it, you're like, damn, people are really having like similar situations that are like similar to mine. I don't know these people. Yeah. So how are we yeah. having these similar freaking exist, like situations and experiences? It's gotta be something. It's gotta be. Yeah. You know, I say it is something. I believe it. I believe it.
0: Yeah, and your your person sounds like so impressive now that you finally got to see him. Like purple is such like a regal color yeah. and like the fact that he was like smiling at you, mm-hmm. like confirming that all the work you're doing is is worth it. Like that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And also awesome that you're doing all that work, yeah. you know? It's hard it's, oh to, God, to break it's through so cycles hard. with family. It's so yeah.
1: hard. It's so hard. And like I said, with the tarot and everything, and then I'm reading things that are like, reaffirming it like you're going through the dark night of the soul and so you've had some car making your are in the karmic and traumatic generational issues that you've had with family or with the way that you dealt with people you need to cut this part out you're still lacking like them like how the fuck do you know who's, <laughs> doing this? who's the puppeteer who is orchestrating yeah. this shit somebody is tapping into my shit and saying let's say the I algorithm it, she because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do but i think that crazy is not bad because normal is bad i don't want to be normal yeah how about yeah that?
0: i'd much rather get all the messages and then have to sift through whether or not i'm insane than not hear anything right at all I don't it's know. also right. just
2: like i like being an open person on like across the board like i like different types of people I like to getting to know people like I like sports to musicals I'm just like why not experience everything and that also being like the paranormal or you know that you know because here's my thing if none of it's true who cares it still gave me something it still helped me through something and like if you stop that it's like, what are you, by, by stopping something like, or stop letting something in, it's like you might not experience the thing that you're supposed to. So it doesn't right. matter how mm-hmm. you get there. And like, I think it's like the same with religion. Like people meditate. It's like, I don't meditate. <laughs> Sorry, my dog <laughs> just kissed me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cute. He just, he just came up and kissed me. You know, okay. Aww. He, he they can tell. Um, <laughs> yes, they can. But like, that's what I mean. Like, there's just a... Uh, However, you find peace
1: mm-hmm. is
2: you, and like right, right. Know. Again, it's right. better to believe yeah. in Santa than not believing in Santa. Listen, <laughs> yeah. okay,
1: totally. totally. I rather believe in these things <laughs> than just the devil being the only entity out there that's ordering. Right, like there's Very just true. one motherfucker. Are you serious? <laughs> <He's not laughs> all this shit. No, it's not. This yeah. thing. he is not that. Okay, he is not that shit. Okay, there's other things going on okay mm-hmm. okay because like even um when i'm watching different things on tv and I'm people are giving their firsthand account of videos of things that they're experiencing you I, i've seen it how can it not be if i'm looking at it like right. if i see you saying something and it's gonna happen okay but then if i see it and it happened and and you look at it from the energy that you feel, I always felt very scared because my family was Jehovah Witness. And so mm-hmm. there is a lot of stigmatism when it comes to heaven and hell. They don't believe in heaven, but they give a whole lot of shit when it comes to the hell. They tell you all of them. <laughs> they don't believe in the heaven? Hell. They don't. No, there's no. When you die, you, you are asleep. That's it. But there's so a hell. There's no, there's a hell there's purgatory there's a devil there's all that there's demons and all that but angels and that heaven, is the
0: worst scenario yeah, that's we, i hate to that's the be worst terrible part. To jehovah's witness <laughs> <Right>. yeah <like. laughs>
1: Who are you telling? i'm the one that's sitting here having empathic abilities and like okay so i must be
0: a demon <laughs> yeah because that's the only option there's nothing in between for you Honestly, yeah and i went
1: to sleep a lot like that as a kid like okay I didn't realize that I'm feeling different ways because that's maybe my spirit from previous was just settling in. I don't know, but I like, I was telling Meg before, Peg, I I felt like I was a kid that was in a viewfinder looking through the viewfinder of another kid. Like yeah. I'm just sitting here and wait, am I breathing? Wait, so if I cough the wrong way, I could die. Like this movie, you'll be over. <laughs> like this isn't a movie.
2: Wait, that is—I've had that my whole life too. Where I—I would have these moments. I would have these moments, have these moments <laughs> in my life where I'd be like, "Wait, I'm Peggy, and I'm only ever going to be Peggy, and uh, she'll only look out here. And what I see is not necessarily what you see, and like what I see in the mirror I, is not necessarily what you see. Like that used to give me like." mind fucks like as a little kid yes. i used to sit at the side of my house yeah. and look out the window there i live on an intersection and i would just mm-hmm. watch the cars and contemplate why i am me <laughs> and my like I, remember I said it in school once and like the teacher was like don't say that again that's a that's a one-on-one <laughs> therapy in a couple years conversation yeah. not in Catholic school in Springfield, Pennsylvania, okay? (laughs) But yeah, that like, wait, the viewfinder, I never thought
1: about it like that, but yeah, Yeah. it feels like... Because my teacher didn't get it in the way that I said it in my uh, urban school. I said, (laughs) I'm alive. And they said, okay, we're all alive, Sheree. And I'm like, no, but I'm breathing. Like, like, and then I I was, because I'm trying to express it as a kid, like, like, no, I'm really breathing. Like, I'm alive. Like, this isn't a movie. And they're like, what are you? Sit down somewhere and go fold your hands. Because yeah. you're just doing way too much right now. <laughs> you me, you call your mom and tell her she needs to go and get you checked. Something ain't right. <laughs> but I didn't, because I'm, I, like you, Peg, I would sit there because I was an only child. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, I know that I'm seeing and feeling different things. And if I'm, I'm breathing, and I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but I feel like, okay, once I can't look past this part of my face. My viewfinder, it feels like it's like, yeah, girl, you only get to see this part for where the movie shows you. But yeah. all the other things you haven't yeah. experienced all the you, years, you're living this through someone else's eyes. Like I'm in a, like I'm in a, a costume or a, a, in case, child, listen, <laughs> so many times I'm like, I'm breathing and then I'll hear my heart beating real fast. And I'm like, that's, then I can hear people think I'm, I don't say it to too many people, but only certain people. Yeah. I can hear my blood running through my veins. Yeah. I can yeah. hear like and when I close my eyes I can see different things. Like it's different things I've had to deal with, but as a kid that shit rocked my I was like okay, uh something's not right and nobody wants to hear this cuz I'm crazy. Yeah. But we go we experience the same thing. But I'm so glad that you
0: didn't turn away from it because we did a long time ago an episode about like psychic kids Mm -hmm. and one of the like there was like a research it was so long ago I can't even I don't even know what it was Mm -hmm. I can't even credit it but it was basically like one of the reasons they think people are less psychic Mm -hmm. or less you know, able to see things as they get older. Cause you know, kids always see ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like there's always stories of kids being like, who's that mom? But it's because as you're growing up, while your brain is forming mm-hmm. and those parts are still kind of there, you're it's kind of being like talked out of you. Like for both of you, you have these stories of people being like, yeah. we don't do that here. And could you imagine like, I mean, you guys didn't listen, which is amazing, which is why you have these experiences. But like, could you imagine if you had someone being like, let's explore that? Like, where would, where would these, these like abilities have gone? I mean, it sounds like they're still really strong, but like just the thought of like, if someone encouraged you to kind of explore that, like what, what would that have done? I don't know. yeah <laughs> that is scary. Yeah, true like,
2: real. <laughs> i had like a third eye experience in the yoga class and it freaked out i never went back to that yoga class like i right. like yeah. basically you know i, I love this one teacher and she would just talk you through it it was like more meditation than was yoga or it was like a combination and um mm-hmm. i just kept seeing a third eye and every time i'd be like it's not there. That's not there. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what a fucking third eye really means. I really? just knew yeah. there was, a, and at first I thought it was like, you know, like if you look into the sun or into a light, then you have a little spot. That's yes. what it felt like mm-hmm. at first. I'm like, oh, I just like a little spot. But then every time right. I went back to the mirror, every time I went back to the mirror to do a pose, there'd be a fucking like third wow. eye. And it, I literally, That's after it. that, I was like, I've never been to that. Like uh, I was like, it was too
1: scary. Yeah. Yeah, and then you shut it off so you shut you know, it that's off That's crazy. That's crazy. You do shut it off because I was definitely uh, lucky when I was younger. And I shut it off because of, as I got, you know, you, you start going to high school, you don't want to be like the
0: weirdest. Right. You know I and mean? mm-hmm. then you start to
1: date guys and you're like, uh, okay, ain't eh, nobody feeling this. You know, what? What's the A, B, C, T
0: talking
1: about? What was this? So what's one oh six and part two still on? but <laughs> it's the two, i i I was so easily able to find money thing and all the time, big, large sums of money, large, large wow, and then I got with this guy who kind of made me want to be who he wanted me to be, so I cut off being who I was, mm-hmm. and then I stopped finding money i I just started mm. finding money, maybe a few years money just started coming back maybe the year of corona like that december right october september of corona being like oh, is this the flu it's an extra strong flu this year guys <laughs> and i'm like oh, <laughs> yeah oh they're giving me something yeah. ten thousand dollars what this is a money train. what's happening i, don't know. <laughs> I like to say but it, it, it's the truth when you don't because that's when i started to go back and and i had a life coach and um lisa from fit helped me with finding and going through and doing like shadow work and and going with this woman that just helped me uncover a lot of things that I didn't realize I had brought and still were trying to act like I can maintain like that. But I was closing off a lot of things in which I wasn't going nowhere fast. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's what's like the kind of exciting part about all of this stuff is that you can open it back up Mm -hmm. like it's not like a once and done thing where you're like uh, because it's kind of the same my whole thing is I grew up in a haunted house and I'm always like sometimes I'm like asking for them to do stuff Mm -hmm. but they never nothing ever happens when I'm like do it now you know (laughs) it's when you're least expecting it and then every time it happens I'm like wait no not yet you know like so I keep giving these ghosts like this mixed signals where I'm always like, come on, do something. And the man, second you grew
1: up me. in a haunted house.
0: Yeah. It's uh pre America. It's pre revolutionary war. Oh, and... wow!
1: Do they still live there? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It's my, my parents still live there. We still go back all the time and my mom is like, no, it's not haunted. I'm like, <laughs> then why is ever? why do you keep everything the same change something if you really you know knock out a bathroom if you think that these ghosts aren't going to come for you, <laughs> like, you know, what was but, like
2: wow. what happened in the house sometimes yeah
0: oh there's so many stories um that these guys have heard a lot but I'll just tell you guys uh one example that's like really quick is one time I was sitting in my living room and we had a If you look forward, there's like a dining room with a table and chairs, and then um, the TV is like to left of you. And the way the couch is, I was laying where I could face the TV, but I could also face the dining room. And in the dining room, there was a balloon tied to a chair, not moving at all, no air conditioning on, no windows open. And I just look over at this balloon and it slowly starts turning, just starts spinning. And then I go, wait, no, 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 please don't. Like I said, I do. And it turns back to its original position and stops moving. a bunch of other stories too that i've told a now, does of times your on here, sister but... see it too perfect example you're just like your siblings she refuses to acknowledge it but she she's had experiences like she's heard like the piano playing at night and then when she went downstairs no one was there and she's just like nah you know she shuts it yeah. off even though she has had experiences mm-hmm. so crazy but yeah it's hard when it's like somewhere you're living like i talked to some paranormal investigators and they're like yeah i do evps in my house and for some reason to me that that they they're really to the point where i'm like okay maybe i was like overreacting because like our house strict no like Mm -hmm. ouija board evp rules so Mm -hmm. um just because we don't want to like rattle like shake it up, like we've been living cohesively with these things with We assume it's just one Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's not like crazy active or anything. Do you know
2: like um, who lived in that house pre, like the owners and stuff?
0: we didn't know them but my mom looked up all the historical record his name was manuel gonzalez and uh we <laughs> this is what's weird when we were little my mom would take us to see his grave and we would like say hi and you know oh. i feel i feel like we've always felt really close to him oh, wow. um so that's who we think it is yeah yeah and the house is all like like i said my mom hasn't really done i mean she does like some upkeep but like all the floors are the original floors like the fireplace still has like the pot hangers in it from when they would cook on it and wow uh just all kinds of crazy stuff like that yeah where is, is so,
1: it in
0: wow. Pennsylvania yeah it's in uh East Strasbourg oh. so don't visit my parents <laughs> yeah <Wow. laughs> um yeah yeah it's in the Poconos and um yeah I think my mom does a good job of like keeping it really nice mm-hmm. and kind of like old school. Mm-hmm. So people don't I don't feel scared when I'm there until something like that happens mm-hmm. and I'm like, God dang it.
1: <laughs> so you that bring in a curiog. You know? He's like, no, no Keurigs. You don't want anything up to date. Get it out of here.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like when like, your mom so like that. it's more in, like... the, uh,
2: in the, fireplace right, yeah. Yeah, the
0: fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, she would if she could don't put it past her it's just like we wow. all make fun of her so because she's very old school mm. I don't know her and the house have a weird connection too but she doesn't explore it one time she had a dream I've never told this on a podcast one time she had a dream she was in our house but it was like the 1700s and she was talking to people in the house and she's like that oh, was just a dream now and I'm like tell me every single detail right. and she's like I don't remember because she didn't want to tell me because she knew it would go on the podcast. oh <laughs> That's no. what I was like. It's like, what did they say to you? And she's like, I do not remember. The they were mic. just, we were all there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to like track her dreams or something. Yeah, exactly. she, and she's never been on
2: the podcast.
0: No, she, she no do that. she really no. There's this like other ghost story I'll tell you guys when we're done recording mm-hmm. of like, um, because I've told it so many times on the podcast, of when I was little, mm-hmm. something happened and my dad loves to tell it and my mom's always like stop telling them that you're scaring them and that's how I know it's true because he messes with us and if it's a joke she's like oh whatever you know but that one she's like knock it off don't tell them about that oh wow wow yeah
2: yeah (laughs) that's
0: insane that yeah but it's it's the same thing from like what we were talking about of like i'm always like i'm open and then the second they're like well here you go i'm like never mind yeah. right i take it back. well i think like that's I'm you have to like do that you. work
2: it's like it's like working out you can't go you can't push yourself because then you're like well now i'm out of commission for a month because
1: <laughs> i went right. too hard yeah right yeah right totally so true i do feel like if you do say it, that's why i get scared like if you do say it they will be like, oh, all right, he comes to the door. Thanks, girl. Somebody put a little door They'll show so we can keep on coming in. Because yeah. one time my like, dad was like, well, let me just, you know, just wanting to see. So I remember laying at my old house, and which is in the old neighborhood that I grew up in. Because an ex of mine bought the house that I always admired as a little kid. He bought that house. Allegedly bought the house. Now that I found out he was lying, okay. But he bought the house that I always looked at that I would when I went to school as a little kid. So in that house, I'm laying in the bed and I'm like, okay, it feels like something feels weird today. And I feel like I'm hearing noises. I'm feeling, feelings. So how about, let's just see where this goes. And I don't know if I had a drink too much or some weed too much or something. But I just said, you know what? Help me fall asleep then. If you're real, you stop letting Mm. me stay up all night long. What are you keeping me up for? So give me a sign and I will relax enough and I will allow you to go ahead and touch me so I can go to sleep. I started feeling like warm sensations, like going from like my feet up my legs and I would feel it coming down my head. Then going out to my extremies and I was like, okay, I think this is going a bit too far. Okay, uh the <laughs> yes. prayer again. Okay, our father who art in heaven, how long be that? Day. <laughs> like, don't come, I will be done. like, let me get over oh, that yeah, we're going too far, I think. I just yeah. wanted to see. I ain't say open the door, give me that door jam back. I don't want y'all to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> you mean? Yeah. Open enough? I think, yeah, you I don't I don't like this is enough unknown for me. How about that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I'm excited for all of us. Cause I yeah. think, I think there's definitely more to come, mm-hmm. um, which also anytime either of you want to come back, please just message me. I'll have you on in heartbeat. Yeah. Cause this was so this was fun. So fun. Um, yeah. So we always end with plugs, Peggy, where can people find you? Um, um, every Thursday at um,
2: JJ Mallon's in Fishtown in Philadelphia. And then, um i have a show in media pa it's usually the third friday of the month april 15th and it's a fun show it's on event right follow me on
1: all the stuff i'm aunt
2: peggy O.
0: (laughs) and same for you bikini
1: body where can they find you uh you can find me online uh same thing all the way around comedian bikini body a d at the end so it's bikini body with a d because there's a deficiency with me online instagram is the same as facebook as old as i am it's comedian bikini body with a d for deficiency
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you guys so much for being on the show thank you find us on the places you
1: get podcasts and subscribe
0: our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie, to McShane. Artwork by Libby Rindell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski.
1: This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts